When and where is the best time and place to invest in stocks? Well, history tells us that in the last two decades, the best time was right after the dot-com bubble. And then the next best time was right after the subprime crisis. Where are we today? We're in the inflation and the interest rate crisis. So as soon as it's over, that's the best time to invest in stocks. Well, where is the best time to invest in stocks? And when should I get in? And how much should I invest? And where should I put my money? The these are the questions that I'm here to answer for you because I've been in this business for, I don't know, I'm 78 years old. I think I figured it out by now and I want to share it with you. That's your benefit and I'm here to give it to you. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. It's a simple question. When and where should I invest in stocks? I think it's a simple answer. And I think this Excel spreadsheet I put together right here, take a look at it. I'll answer your question. The best time to invest in the stock market is right after a crash. Okay? Uh, and it's substantiated here on the top of the graph. I'm showing you what happened after the subprime crisis. And you can see that over the following 12 years, the Dow Jones gave an average return of 11.97%. Could you live with that? I think you could. But if you wanted to be a little bit more aggressive, you could put the same amount of money into the S&P 500 and you would have gotten 15.18% return. Or if you wanted to be more aggressive than that, you could have invested in the NASDAQ the, NA, the QQQs, and you would have gotten 20.34%. Is this an anomaly? Has this ever, never happened before? Well, let's look at the next down, and that is the five years after the dot-com bubble. Again, if you had invested in the Dow, you would have gotten 10.04%. In the S&P 500, 11.08, and the NASDAQ, 15.86. Again, good returns on your investment. So the answer to the question is when and where, right after this bubble, and if you're me, in the QQQs, okay? It's that simple. It, but wait, Carrie, is the market going to repeat itself? Is it going to do the same thing? Well, I would ask you what created the, the surge in the market after uh, the dot-com bubble. Well, it was the digital revolution. At that point, we learned what uh, digital revolution 1.0 was, and we could communicate, we could email, we could we could communicate easily and didn't need to buy stamps anymore. And that's what took the dot-com bubble on through the, the, the 2010 time when we screwed everything up with um, bad banking systems and, and put the market into about a three-year downturn. But then after that, what brought us out? Well, it was a Digital Revolution 2.0. That was e-commerce and our ability to use YouTube like I use it today 
So everything was going just fine until we had a coronavirus. And at that time, nobody could work. Uh, the, the, the supply chain got broken and cut off. And so what did our country do? It basically put uh, us in further debt. It increased our money supply by 40%. And at the start of the pandemic, our national debt was $20 trillion. By the end of the of the the corona crisis, let's call it uh, December 31st of 2020, uh, we had a national debt of $29 trillion. That is up $9 trillion in nine months. Well, that's going to create inflation. You increase the money supply. You, you, as a result of ships not crossing the sea and people not working, there was a shortage of goods and services. So the price of goods and services got bid up. What is that? That's inflation. And how do you stop inflation? You increase interest rates. So if we then roll all that back, we can figure that what caused this was the coronavirus. It wasn't Joe Biden. It wasn't Donald Trump. It wasn't Nancy Pelosi. It was, it was none of them. It's the circumstances that were necessary as a result of the, the situation we found ourselves in. So we're working our way through that. Is this the end of the world? No, it's just a storm. We've got to work our way through it such that we get our economy under control. Once that happens, what's going to happen? We're going to go right back into a growing economy. What's going to grow our economy? Digital Revolution 3.0 is what's going to raise, and that's all going to be driven by big data, by artificial intelligence, by machine learning, by quantum computing, and who is going to control that? Well, big tech's going to control that, and we'll have some new players come in that we have to watch. So where would I be investing when I figure that this whole thing's all over? Well, I think I'd go after the NASDAQ market, where those people currently reside and the new players are going to reside as well. And I think I could expect somewhere between a 15, 16% to a 20% return over the next cycle. What's then the next cycle going to be? I have no idea. I don't know what, how we're going to screw the world up the next come around, but I know that if you will invest in the right place, NASDAQ market, for my way of thinking, at the right time when this market it gets through the crap it's going through, and how will I know that? Well, do you believe that Amazon's profits will go up in this the winter quarter? Do you believe Microsoft's and Apple's profits will go up? I think they're still going to have some trouble. I know they're laying people off. That'll help their situation. But I don't think that'll hit the books until January the 1st. So I think they're going to have some bad fourth quarter numbers. And then once that's over and inflation is now under control, I believe in the second quarter of 2020 or even in the first quarter of 2023, the market should regain its strength and get back on being driven by artificial intelligence, machine learning, uh, quantum computing, and they're going to call it Web 3.0. Beyond that, I think that we're at war. So 
in the interim, we we know that our government is issuing contracts to Lockheed Martin as fast as they can to make those rocket launchers and to make the, the fighter jets. We know that. So would it be that uh, good to invest in defense? I would think so. Do we think that we have a security problem as a result of people hacking into our computers and our circuit? Yeah, so I think cybersecurity might be a good place to invest. And beyond that, we have a potential economic war and possibly a military war in, in with China. So I would not be investing in China, and I have not invested in China uh, for about a year and a half now, and I'd stay away from that. But I would recognize that also, as a result of the uh, war in Ukraine and, and uh, Vladimir's aggression, energy is still going to be a place I want to invest because there is going to be a shortage in Europe uh, of both ga- natural gas and oil, and that's going to push the prices up. So, and as our economy maybe gets a little bit more aggressive, particularly after the, the first quarter of next year, energy is going to do fine. But then I want to pull back and find the companies that are going to be a part of Web 3.0. And they'll be in the NASDAQ market. So, if what I would suggest, if this sounds like good common sense to you, using history, using the perspective into the future to make my investment decisions, subscribe to the channel. Um, Ring that bell so you'll know when I'm coming up and you can see what I'm talking about. And maybe I can help you make some better investment decisions. One thing I'll tell you, I will not be talking to you about cryptocurrency. I never did and I never will because that's a dream. That's a fantasy that, that, that someone wants to chase. That is not, first of all, I have yet to see it generate any profit other than on certain people's books. And then also what you have to recognize, it's not regulated. So you're going to get some bad actors in it, as we have just seen. Do I believe he did that on purpose? No. I think he's just a young 30-year-old who got in over his head, made one, two bad decisions, and then it just snowballed. And then as as the price of, of uh, uh, Bitcoin and other cryptos came down, he got buried. And you want to stay away from that. Number one, if they're not regulated, come on anybody could go anybody did and he is not the first and he won't be the last so go make good investment decisions based on those things that you know that are going to change our world and are trackable and are regulated you don't want to invest in chinese companies that are that are stationed in the cayman islands and you don't want to invest in cryptocurrencies that are stationed in the bahamas and other crazy places that don't regulate all right um again if you want this chart Go into the description. I'll put it under best time to invest, and I'll email it to you. All right. Take care, and I'll see you again tomorrow.